What is going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Real Talk University podcast. We're super excited to be here today with Paulina Zellman. Paulina, welcome to the show. Thank you. Of course. So let's just get uh, right into it. Um, just for the audience out there that might not recognize your name or know much about your story, if you could just kind of give uh, your uh, three to five minute elevator pitch, if you would. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, my name is Paulina Zellman, like you said already. And I am very passionate about music. And some of the instruments that I play are, well, these are the only instruments that I play. The piano, trumpet, guitar, and ukulele. And I like to write songs for fun. And I actually never really performed live, except like some piano concerts. I enjoy playing in my room and in my private space. And during the quarantine is the first time I released my music to the public because before that I never really felt like I needed to I enjoyed having it as like therapy for myself and and then after the coronavirus hit I let go of my song prisoner which is about the virus and the reason why I was able to was because it felt like so not personal to me because everyone was going through it at the same time so once that happened I was like let me just let go of all my other songs and I released all of the other ones well, for the, not all of them, like some of them. And then, um, yeah, so I've always been like dancing since I was little and like playing music. It's, my family is very musically oriented as well. Um, recently, I've been like really into like, I'm becoming more spiritual. Like I've, I know it's kind of weird, but I've been watching like a lot of like Jim Carrey videos and those are really, really good like for motivation and, and like manifesting what you desire. So it's really interesting and like, um yeah so that's those are some things i enjoy i love animals i love um chilling with friends i'm pretty normal so for the most part that's awesome so you said that you normally you know keep music to yourself so i'm sure it was a big leap forward for you to to go ahead and release the the music to the public so how was the reception to that and how have you kind of evolved as a musician as as a result of that oh, that's a great question i well i have first didn't really know what would the the response would be. I expected it to be positive, and it was for the most part. Though there have there has been some like backlash, which is it's, it's okay. Um, I've the reason why um it was easy for me to release it at this point in my life was because I kind of was like not as um I didn't really care about the validation like whether I get positive or negative responses. I was like I'm still gonna feel confident in my music regardless. Whereas in the past, I feel like I would seek a lot of like validation. So I felt like it was, I guess maybe it wasn't ready before. Um, I mean, I mean, it's normal to see validation even now though, um, at times though, for the most part, it was positive. Like I actually got some like negative responses from like relatives, which is weird. Cause like, I feel like it's worse when it is somebody that you know, than from strangers. And I mean, it's okay. I, like I'm, I'm fine with it though. The, the way I've changed since the point when I released it was that I've become more, much more um, happy with the fact that I could share my, my music and hopefully, and I feel like other people will see that if I am able to do it, then they can too. Cause I was the most like shy self-conscious person before who would never ever do that anyway. So yeah. Well, I mean, that's powerful stuff. Even like you said, if just a few people can be inspired to kind of follow in your footsteps and 
let out whatever it is that they've been holding back. That's, you know, a huge success for you. So uh, really just congratulations on that. So have you always been passionate about music? Has that been like a thing uh, since your early childhood or is that something you picked up more recently? Yeah, it was definitely since I was a child, since I don't want to say since I came out of the womb, because I'm not really sure if I was like, like singing at that point, though, I did always make, um, make music and not from when I was like a child, I started making my original music, like around high school. And before that, it was mainly playing instruments. And yeah, I would go to like piano concerts and I would perform though I was like really reluctant. I never really liked performing on stage in front of people. Got it. That's awesome. So yeah. you said that, you know, a lot of your, what do I want to say? Your love for music is how it's been a release for you. So how have you been able to rely on it to get you through some tougher times in your life? Because I feel like everybody needs some sort of outlet from, you know, the stresses of daily life and everything like that. So what has music done for you personally? Personally for, for me, it's exactly like therapy. I mean, I recommend a therapist to anyone who, who like who needs treatment for, for like their like mental health. However, like I feel like therapy is so important in general. Like with the therapist, though, for me, like music is like a, a separate therapist in a way. Like like whenever I make music, I I feel like I I'm not going through as much pain anymore in that moment. Like if I'm writing about it and I'm letting it out, it feels like a powerful way to overcome whatever challenge I'm going through. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's like you're just kind of acknowledging it. And it takes, I mean, I've, I've had that experience as well, whether it be through like journaling or meditation. And like when you start to like express those feelings that you would otherwise hold back, it's just like a, a weight off of your shoulders. So I could I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess my next question is, so you, you obviously recently released uh, your first album. So uh, again, another congratulations on that. I'm just curious to know, like, what goes into uh, putting something like that together? Because, you know, it's, it's a big deal, especially nowadays. What, like, what are some of the steps that you had to go through to put that together and, and now get it out to the world? Thank you. And first, I would look at the songs that I have written from before, which ones I like the most to put into the album. Once I've chosen those songs, I would, some of them I already had like a melody in my head for what I would want to use in the produced version. And some of them I wasn't sure yet. So I played around with different melodies. I would play them on my guitar or my ukulele. One song I did with the piano and it was the most heartbreaking song. Though um, that was the hardest one I feel like with piano. Though with guitar, I would play like basic chords and different melodies, choose the best one. And then I would find like the producers that would make it the way that I would like it to. I would tell them what I'm looking for. And then once I would hear and it's like exactly what I envisioned, then it's the final product. It took a lot of hard work and it happened really fast too, which was good because I struggled with like patience at times. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm trying to draw a comparison between, you know, you use music for therapy and now you're releasing an album to the public. Like, what do you want someone listening to your music to take away from it? Because obviously for you, you know how much impact music has on you. So what do you think the audience should really listen to or look for when they listen to your songs? The experiences that 
are extremely raw and even though life isn't perfect I feel like you could create something out of it that is memorable and that you could hold on to in a positive way well yeah that's super uh super super powerful so I, I guess another one of my questions is like um you know artists creatives entrepreneurs uh people like in our realm they typically attribute a lot of their success to role models or people that they've looked up to uh, throughout their career so do you have anyone in your specific uh industry or, or field of passion that you really look to as an inspiration that might have helped you to you know actually follow through and, and put this first album out there i love artists like billy joel because he constantly writes songs that are really unique and they stand out and you can listen to it many times. So um, when I was writing songs, I I look at people like Billy Joe and like Elton John, I listen to them a lot. And some modern artists, um, I, I mean, I listen to a lot of modern music though I can't really choose one. I feel like a lot of like the things that I watch are like motivational speeches by like Will Smith, Jim Carrey. And I know this has nothing to do with music, though it definitely like inspires me to like be to like be more um, like striving towards my goals and never give up. And that's a lot of what also Russell Brand, I feel like he's a I like where they are at at their point in their life. So I listen to them a lot, like their podcast and it's it's inspiring to me. So my music isn't just like from musical artists. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like it's definitely working if you have the, you know, the courage to release an album. I'm sure it's, it took a lot of, you know, hard work and dedication to get there. And then releasing it is definitely something that you have to overcome. But, you know, now that you're here and you have an album out there, what do you think the next, what do you see next in your career? Like, do you want to release another album? Do you want to start making music videos? You know, where, where do you think you're going to go next with your career? I definitely am releasing more music. I am going to release the second album. And regarding music videos, that's definitely something I want to do in the future. It's something that I struggled with in the past. I don't know why it's like hard for me to make a music video. I guess it's like overcoming like insecurities. That's like the next step, I guess, and making music videos. And then, um, yeah, we're, and then I, I have like a conflicting relationship with fame. Like, I feel like the idea of it is like nice. Like, like I feel like it, it helps with like the fear of death in a way, like you live on forever. Like the idea that like people will know who you are even once you're gone. And it's definitely like, that's a positive aspect though. I feel like, I don't know if it's, it's like, I'm, I'm not like striving towards it though. I feel like if it happens with a, as a byproduct of like what I do, that would, that would be interesting though. I don't even know if I could even handle it. You know, like I look at the stars that are like famous now and I, and they, they have so many, challenges with what happens it's like i don't know it's not as idealistic as i thought it was when i was younger at least yeah 100 it's there's a lot of people out there that have success and a big downfall of that at least from their perspective is the fame that comes with it because they want to uh, stay low-key and, and not be bothered so there's definitely uh like you said benefits and, and negatives that come with it so like Christian said, now that like you have your music, you obviously have plans to continue down this same career path. Uh, have you ever considered any other mediums of uh, 
you know, communication, whether it be through like Christian mentioned, building like maybe a YouTube channel with music videos or starting a podcast or post on social media, just to like further your message or even writing a book. Have you considered, or are you working on anything to, to push your message to even more people outside? Of yeah, you? I'm working on my next album and in the future, I definitely want to be a talk show host. That's like my ultimate like, like Jimmy Kimmel that kind of like you know that that's like my dream job and to, like it would be nice to like play music and share music with the world and also be a talk show host like like what you guys are doing pretty much could, could be like a talk show host kind of yeah I feel or, like it is it's like a podcast you're being like a talk show host yeah no yeah it's a lot of fun it's a lot yeah. of fun um, another question I have for you is, you know, you said you overcame a lot of insecurities and doubts releasing your album. So what do you have to say for anybody that deals with insecurities or feeling like they're not good enough or something like that, or the imposter syndrome? Oh, that you're not the only one. Everyone has an imposter syndrome. Like a lot of people don't want to talk about it. That's definitely something I have. Like I literally had a dream last night where my username was imposter syndrome. It was really weird. Anyway, um, I would, t I would tell all the people to like that you you being yourself is already the biggest achievement for the world like you are the way you are for a reason don't don't like feel that you're inferior or worse than other people that you have so so much talent and your your own way like everyone's unique in their own way everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses even like when you look at social media nobody has a perfect life people like to portray themselves at, in the best way possible so be yourself, be real, show, show like your vulnerabilities. Cause that's like so much more powerful than, than like hiding who you are. Yeah. I love that. And, and like, what would you say um, to maybe, you know, your younger self or a close friend that was in, I guess, your same position where they were considering whether or not they should release their project and say they're, you know, leaning towards not releasing it. What would you say to someone to encourage them? um on why they should uh share their work with the world rather than kind of internalize it that's a great question i feel like one part part of me wants to tell them that if they aren't ready at this moment that it's okay to feel hesitant though though at the same time like if you do release your music you'll look back and realize why didn't i do this earlier it's it's like it's like my it's my creative aspect about myself why not share this with the world why not share this with my friends when when this could positively impact other people so and yourself too like you're gonna feel better because you're gonna feel more proud of yourself and i mean i i feel like if you do release this music and you have this album and like a lot of songs written and you follow through with it you never know where that will take you in life. Like I wouldn't be talking with you guys right now if I didn't. So you never know. Like you would meet cool people. You you connect with other people about experiences you share. So it's definitely rewarding. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think like you said, some of the greatest achievements or aspects of your life come on the other side of fear and uncertainty. And I definitely think that dealing with uncertainty is a big part of you know running a business or being an artist or trying to make it as an influencer or a creative person. So what would you advise anyone to do if they're, you know, going towards some uncertain times in their life? Like, what would you say the number one thing is to stay positive during that stretch of time would be? 
I would say that the outcome is already determined, I feel like. So you can proceed in like a calm way and do whatever you need to in order to achieve your goal and ask the universe for whatever you want, go towards it and you'll see magic happen. That's, That's awesome. part of what I learned from Jim Carrey. I know I mentioned <laughs> him like five times lately. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. yeah it's like it's all like on manifestation like I've, I've been watching like a lot of manifestation videos they're they're really good awesome so we'll have to to check those out and then my my last question would just be like for college because most of the people listening to this are college students and like when you're in college it's a big it's like a big part of your life where you have to like make decisions and you have to find um what you want to do for the rest of your life in some cases so what would you um, advise college students to do in order to find their passion because I feel like that's something that a lot of people struggle with uh, at our age and you obviously seem to find yours so for sure if you have several hobbies and things that you're interested in do all of them you have so much time you're still so young and there's so much ahead of you and if you try different hobbies and you figure out you want you like one perfect and then if you like several just continue going and there's so much so much you can do with anything and i watched like a few like gary v videos and he definitely touches on this subject like like how there's so many people like that are young they're like feel, they feel so pressured like to to find a career and you could you could be like 40 and still not know what you want to do and it could be like in college and it's fine it's really okay I agree with that. Yeah. A hundred percent. You always feel like you're pressured to get something done. You know, you want to be able to have a full-time job lined up after school, but in reality, you know, everyone has different timetables and that's, that's completely okay. So we're going to move into the lightning round now. It's kind of a more, you know, casual free flowing set of questions real quick that we like to do at the end, just to wrap up. So first we like, we always like to ask if you have any questions for us, just feel free to ask them before we get started. Okay. And if not, we'll just fire away. So if you have any, just feel free to ask, but if not, we're good. All right, sounds good. Okay, so the first question of the lightning round is, it's kind of tough to ask you because you're, uh, I mean, how old are you even? I feel like we didn't- I'm 25. 25, I mean, it's mm -hmm. still like, probably one of our youngest guests. So that's super uh, inspiring to have you on at that age. So what would you say um, to your 18 year old self, if you could kind of go back and have maybe a, a one minute conversation? To not worry so much and to not be so hard on myself because what I accomplished, which I don't really give myself credit for before is going to be really eye-opening once I'm older and realize how much, how far I've come, like, through all the hardships. Like, I've had a lot of, like, very, very difficult times that I did not expect, and I feel like everyone goes through challenges and and, and that I, I'm going to rise above it. And even when I feel like I'm not, that, that, like, I would tell myself, like, you're going to get through any challenge and you're going to be so much stronger and wiser. And and you, you're going to be so much surprised, so like so surprised by what you're capable of, in spite of any anything, any setbacks you've experienced. I remember when I was 18, like, first of all, I couldn't even like talk to guys, like I would turn so red, like, it, it was just ridiculous. Like, I never thought I would even be able to like talk to a guy normally that like, 
I don't know. So even like things like that, like I would be like, Paulina, like just chill, <laughs> like relax, you'll be okay. Absolutely. Everything always does turn out quite all right. So no need to worry. That's great advice. But next question is, if you could have dinner with any three people dead or alive right now, who would they be? Larry David. He's really funny. Will Smith and Jim Carrey. Oh, I love Will Smith. He's awesome. Yeah, I'm, de I'm definitely going to watch some Jim Carrey videos today after uh, hearing some of the things you mentioned about him. So appreciate that. And then, um, of course. Our last... wait, how about you guys? What who would oh, you have dinner with? That's tough. I mean, for me, I'm a big sports fan. So like, I would say like Tiger Woods is like one of my number one, uh, inspirations. And then guys like, um, Elon Musk for sure. And then probably going way back and talking to someone like Nikola Tesla or, uh, um, one of like the big innovators from way back then nice yeah i would do michael jordan first probably gary v second just because you know he's so hard to access and actually have like a decent amount of time to talk with and then third person hmm that's tough i'd probably go with hmm honestly someone like my grandma just because she passed away a few years ago and it'd be nice to have a few more you know a little dinner with her one more time so sorry for your loss yeah thank you it's a good one awesome so the last question we have for you is uh just where can our audience find you um where can they get in touch with you learn more about what you do and kind of stay in touch um and, and stay updated on your uh latest projects you can find me anywhere on facebook instagram twitter tiktok very cringy material though it's okay and yeah, I mean, email anywhere, really. Awesome. So we'll put all the links to your social media platforms in the show notes so that people can reach out. And we really appreciate your time today. It's uh, really uh, inspirational interviews. So. Aw, thank you. My pleasure.